0: and welcome to the Power for Positive Living podcast. My name is James Huey. I facilitate Friendship's personal growth education services and also serve as host for these podcasts, offering openness and caring through the gifts of listening hospitality. I invite you to join me here on Friendship Podcast Radio as we explore diverse topics, To enrich the quality of your life. Power for positive living and friendship. One of the most interesting aspects of self-study for me is to increase my knowledge and self-awareness of the many, many factors that have contributed in different ways to the person I am today. I believe the more that you and I can reflect and learn from the various sources in our past, these sources that affected our lives, the healthier that each of us can be in understanding our current attitudes, our current feelings, beliefs, values, and behaviors. One goal of Power for Positive Living is to encourage each listener to take some time and invest energy into learning more about himself or herself. Since I believe that learning more of who you and I are today will increase the possibility of us understanding who we will be tomorrow and for the remainder of our lives. There are lots and lots of sources of input when we engage in self-study. Probably the most fertile area is recalling the significant people in our lives, beginning with our parents. All of us can probably recall the diverse ways that other people have affected us by the things they said and the behaviors they exhibited. This will be an area that we will cover in a future podcast. For today, I would like to just start with that during my own personal journey through life, I am aware of at least five individual books that have had a significant impact on the ways that I see others and myself through the prism of life. Each book gave me gifts to better understand the complexities of self-understanding as well as ways to interact with others in a more positive and healthy manner. I personally call this type of reading a book for living. These types of books provide guidelines that are as unique individual as the person who reads them. None of the books that I'll be talking about attempt to provide, quote, the answer. They don't offer the answer to questions that come from the process of living. They all are, quote, thinking books, unquote. They are thinking books and are most useful when read over a period of time and when one has the opportunity to reflect and ponder about what is written. Each book that I would like to share with you provides the foundation for group study as well as for active interaction with one's journal or personal retreat facilitator. Like counseling, What one receives from the experience of reading this type of book is entirely the choice of the individual reader. No book, no book that I have ever seen in all of my years of living, changes the reader. The book itself does offer the chance to learn, and it offers the opportunity to accept responsibility in making the choices that you and I do in our living. Many books that I especially value were published a couple of decades ago, and that's being kind, many years ago. This reinforces a personal and professional belief that we as humans tend to remain the same in how we think and how we behave year after year. One may rewrite some of these basic concepts from these old books. They may put a new cover on it and offer it as something like the latest soap detergent, new and improved. But I basically, upon living this long, find that the contents of these five books are as valid today as when they were first written, and I had the opportunity to read them. And I believe that they will be just as useful for me decades from now and any other time that I have left on this planet. So this podcast, I wish to share some of my favorite old books with you. Hopefully, you may still be able to find some of them among the historical text. First, of course, would be the book that I have referred to on numerous podcasts, and that was written by John Powell back in 1969. The title was Why Am I Afraid to Tell You Who I Am, and it definitely has affected me and my viewpoints on psychology and living a positive lifestyle. I will say the contents for that book. To another podcast, and we encourage you to consider locating and reading that particular publication of Why Am I Afraid to Tell You Who I Am. The second book I offer for your consideration is one called Jonathan Livingston Seagull, It was written by Richard Bach and published in 1970. Jonathan Livingston Seagull is a very small book, but it has a powerful message encouraging one to push one's personal limits, push personal limits to a state of excellence through the taking of risk with self and other people in our society. In this story, Jonathan is a seagull who learns that being normal, that being normal in his society is the easiest route to take, pretty much like being a human. The society focus is on getting enough to eat, stay alive as long as possible, and behave as every other seagull would. There is no encouragement to be unique or different. There is no encouragement to learn as much as possible about the unknown. There is no encouragement to uplift oneself out of ignorance without fear. There is no encouragement to push oneself to fly higher and higher and reduce or remove personal limits. Bach has his character Jonathan encourage other seagulls by stating, we are free to go where we wish and be what we are. He also states, we are free also to break the chains of our thought, and that way we'll find that we also break the chains to our body. This book concludes with a statement, Don't always believe what your eyes are telling you. All they show is limitation. Look with your own understanding. Find out what you already know, and you'll see the way to fly for your personal self. To me, these words are encouragement and personal challenge are as valid for my personal growth today as they were in 1970, and if I am still here for this long, they will be valid in the year 2070. My third recommended book is a book entitled Born to Win. The authors are Muriel James and Dorothy Youngward, And this was published in 1971. Galileo wrote, You cannot teach a man anything. You can only help him discover it within himself. I'll repeat that. You cannot teach a man anything. You can only help him discover it within himself. To me, this sounds very, very similar like a life goal or a life guideline for this and other Power for Positive Living podcast. The book Born to Win uses the psychological theory known as transactional analysis. It was also known as TA. But TA, or transactional analysis, provides the basic tools for self-understanding self-understanding of how we interact with ourselves and with other people. Just as I learned to diagram sentences in school to understand word and sentence structure, transactional analysis teaches us how to easily diagram the behavioral interactions that you and I have with ourselves and with other people. One of the most positive qualities of this book is that each chapter concludes with experiments, gestalt experiments. These experiments allow the reader to apply, to actually apply the concepts that they have just learned in this chapter to their own lives and to try and actively make them real for us. It's an attempt to try and personalize something very crucial to my belief system. Topics include the structure and development of various ego states, the human hunger for stroking, how we go about structuring our time, how we develop and live out our individual life scripts, The various psychological games that you and I play to implement and seek rewards for whatever life scripts we are portraying. I believe this is a book that takes many complex ideas and presents them in an understandable manner. As usual, one can develop many insights about self and others from reading these books. However, The choice, the personal choice to implement them into an active plan that fits your life will always remain an individual decision. For persons interested in the spiritual aspect of self-study, my fourth recommended book would be The Listener. The author is Taylor Caldwell, and it was published in 1960. Early in my teaching career, I discovered that many of my students needed my listening skills far more than they did the content of the social sciences curriculum for which I had been hired to teach. I found that these young people had a strong and a real need to have someone listen to them. The need was not as a patient or even as a student. The need was a human soul. My students would come to my classroom before school, during lunch, and after school to seek out a human being who cared enough to listen to the frustrations and bewilderments of their adolescent lives, the ones that were taking place then, and the ones they anticipated for their future. Like many adults, I had filled my life with activities and tasks that allowed for little time to listen to the needs of others. Reading books like The Listener by Taylor Caldwell allowed me to finally see and relearn the power of listening and how it can be one of the most valuable gifts that you and I have to give each other. Taylor Caldwell's gift in this book, I believe, is to remind you and me of who is always present, always present to listen to each of us and accept whatever we have to say without judgment. Her writing in this book had a powerful impact on my personal spiritual growth and has had a continual impact on the spiritual journey of my life. I believe that it can also be most helpful for those of you who wish to strengthen the spirituality aspect of your self-study. My fifth offering for your self-study consideration would be a book entitled The Knight in Rusty Armor. The author is Robert Fisher, and it was published in 1990. Using a fairy tale style writing, the author, Robert Fisher, takes the reader on a journey. This journey offers many insights into how we protect ourselves from the joys and pains that come with self-knowledge. The knight in the story finds himself so well protected by armor, armor that has been developed over his entire life, that he soon finds that he has absolutely no awareness of what he feels and how to learn from the gifts being received whenever he interacts with others. His rusty armor protects him from his own feelings. This book relates the journey that the knight takes when he realizes that he is the basis of his own problems. He places himself in situations where the rusty armor of protection can be removed eventually, layer by layer. A character named Merlin is his facilitator, his guide, his questioner. It's also his friend. Together, they take what is called the Path of Truth. The Path of Truth that takes them through three special castles. The first castle is Silence. The second castle is Knowledge, and the third castle is called Will and Daring. In many ways, the stages, the processes are very similar to the goals and the process of personal retreating that we use in self-study. In the story, the knight eventually reaches what is called the Summit of Truth, At the summit of truth, he sees that his life, he he gets a chance to see it clearly. He sees it without judgment, and he sees it without excuses. In other words, the rusty armor is gone. He accepts full responsibility for his life, for the influence that people have had on it, and for the events that have shaped him. He has actually achieved intimacy. Intimacy with himself and intimacy with others in his world. Each of these five books that I've talked about today have shaped me in many significant ways. I hope that you will find personal value from any one or combination of books that you may choose to read for yourself. This is your friend and host, James Huey. I thank you for listening to me on this podcast as I share viewpoints from my experiences with wellness psychology. These gifts are mine that I give to you, my listeners. Your positive feedback sent by email is always appreciated. The address is powerforpositiveliving at gmail.com. If you prefer a voicemail style, that number is 256-369-5847. Please join me next week as we continue to explore diverse topics to enrich the quality of your life. As your friend and host here on Friendship Podcast Radio, I encourage you to nurture yourself as the unique individual that I believe you are. May we remain committed to power for positive living and friendship. Good day.